you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast. At Mastermind Parenting, we're on a mission to support strong-willed kids and the families that love them. Hello, my friends. Welcome to a very, very special bonus week. We are going to get you guys set up to have the best summer, best summer ever. You only have one 2022, one summer of 2022. And so we're going to hit this hard. So this week, I have a special series that I'm going to be releasing here on the podcast. Okay. First of all, out of all the parents that I've ever known, I have to say, I've never met one who, if they're being really, really honest, and this includes myself, doesn't second guess yourself and sometimes just feel like you're crossing your fingers and praying that you're not screwing them up. Like all we want, we just don't want to screw up our kids. And I know some people joke like, oh, I'm going to be paying for their therapy bills, blah, 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 blah. Now, number one, I'm going to say this, healthy people, responsible people get therapy. (laughs) So I hope your kids end up going to therapy. I hope you go to therapy. I hope everybody goes to therapy because I think it's a beautiful thing to sit with a licensed facilitator who understands and has been trained on how to really hold space for you and help you to process through old hurts and traumas and heal from them. So therapy is a beautiful thing. And we all have, we all have things that we've got to heal from. All of us, all of us. So I hope your kids are in future therapy. To me, it just means that You've destigmatized it and let them know that's what healthy, responsible people do. So there's number one. But I think, you know, like I was having a situation with my daughter just the other day, and she went through something really hard and she was she was processing it and she was talking to me about it. And during it, I almost like became the watcher. Like I know enough about, obviously, I teach productive conversation and I've studied a lot about empathy. So I know when somebody is going through something traumatic and they're processing it and they come to you and they lean on you for support, it's real easy to say the wrong thing or to jump into fixer mode, which I tend to do. So I've really worked hard on on practicing some new skills and 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 ultimately trying to master it. I haven't mastered the skills yet of empathy and being a really empathetic listener, but I'm getting close, okay? So I was in process and I was listening to her and just meeting her where she was. And it did cross my mind 
like, am I doing this right? Okay, so I'm not jumping in, but what if she thinks that my quiet means that I don't believe that she's going through something hard or like, what if later on she's like, yeah, and you just sat there and you didn't even say anything. Like, what if I'm doing this wrong? And I had to just remind myself that there's no doing it wrong if I'm just with her in the moment, following her lead and asking her what she needs from me, you know, just being there with her, being there with her in her pain and in her upset and in all of my discomfort, because it is uncomfortable for us when our kids are upset. It is. But I thought it was so interesting that afterwards I was like, and I was asking myself, like, what if I screw this up? And later on, she comes back and says, yeah, you did that thing wrong. That thing that was really important. You did it wrong. And I got a little insecure for a sec. You know, like I had to talk myself off a ledge. So I just, my point is, is me too, you guys. Like, I think all of us, like, we just want to know that we're not going to screw them up. We want to know that like something we're doing now isn't going to cause them later to resent us and maybe not even to want to have a real relationship with us or be annoyed with us or, you know, have, you know, just old baggage that they can't let go of. So I think that this is vulnerable stuff to even admit or talk about and nobody really wants to. And, you know, and what I want to tell you guys is when we're in the trenches with the kids and it's summertime and, you know, they want to sit and, <laughs> and rot. I mean, nowadays it's like, we're like, go outside, be, have fun, play in the sunshine. And they're like wanting to rot on their technology. And so we're having to set these limits because on the days that we don't set the limits, which we're all going to have some of those days, then we feel guilty that we were being lazy and, and they're not actually being normal kids who run and play and, and enjoy childhood. They're just being babysat by babysitter technology. And we know that's not healthy. Well, those of us showing up here, like if you're listening to a parenting podcast, you want to do things better. You want to raise your kids even better than the way you were raised. That's what most of us desire. And I know that can be vulnerable to admit because nobody wants to say like, my parents were terrible because it's not, it's not what we're saying at all. That's not what we're saying at all. And we do want to do it better. Most of us want to do it better. I think that's normal. I mean, I think our kids will want to do it better than we do. Like that's normal. That's evolution. It's fine. So I put together this very special five-part series called Setting Limits with Kids, Setting Limits Without Spanking, Time Out, or Sticker Charts, okay? And it's a five-part video series. And um, over the next five days, what we're going to do here on the podcast is we're going to release one training per day, okay? So one training per day. So today will be training one of the five-part series. And tomorrow is going to be training two. Okay. And then next week, next week, I'm going to go 
even more in depth on this topic, but not on the podcast. Okay. It's, it's tying into a program, setting limits with kids, this five part series, this five-part training that we're going to be releasing this week ties into this mini program I'm doing all week next week. And the goal of the program, Setting Limits with Kids Coach Week, that's what we're doing next week, is um, to leave you by the end of the week with the knowing, with the believing that you are not going to screw up your kids. Okay? Even though you often have to say no and disappoint them and set limits and set limits. I'm going to show you I'm going to show you how to do it in a way that that leaves you knowing like I'm not screwing them up. I'm actually being a good parent and we don't have to be enemies. Like they're allowed to be disappointed and I'm allowed to be uncomfortable knowing that they're disappointed and I can do hard things and I'm going to show you guys how Okay, so I'm going to coach many of you on your specific scenarios, and um, and I'm going to go more in depth on this topic. And I'm going to teach something that I've never taught in this way. This is actually all kind of brand new information that I've, I've packaged. It's all the same information, but I'm packaging it up in a new way because it's actually going into a book that I'm working on right now. Um, that I keep talking about on the podcast. So all of this is, it's going to be a live experience. I haven't done a little mini program live experience like this in a long time. So I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited to meet some new people. I'm super excited to coach you guys, especially those of you who are podcast listeners, but you know, who haven't been a hundred percent sure whether you wanted to take the learning further. And this is such a nice bite-sized way. And, and I want to meet more of you podcast listeners. There's a lot of you. Our, our downloads are growing. Thank you guys. And if you haven't subscribed and you've been listening, please subscribe. Please leave me a review. Share it with other people that you think would benefit from the information here on the podcast. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of you now out there and I want to meet you. I want to coach you. I want to see you. So uh, mastermindparenting.com forward slash setting limits, all one word. And we're going to include the link to sign up for this program in the show notes. So here's part one of the series. And every day this week, we will have, we'll have the next, we'll have the next training in the series. So enjoy and hope to see you guys in our coach week next week. Welcome to this webinar series, How to Set Limits with Your Strong-Willed Child Without Spanking, Timeouts, or Sticker Charts. I'm so excited you're here, and I have so much to teach you, and let's get started. First of all, who am I? You're like, who is this lady? I'm Randy Rubenstein. I'm the founder of Mastermind Parenting, and I help parents who have a kid like my oldest son who I call strong-willed or challenging. They are the kids that I believe need us the most. I think they are amazing, creative, magical thinking children. And when they are small, quite often they feel misunderstood and they're often misdiagnosed. So 
these kids are my jam and I love them and I'm obsessed with them. And if you have one, I'm now obsessed with you. So I want to share all the things that we have time for. And I'm going to jam a lot into this five-part video series. I'm super excited that you're here. Okay. So having my son change my life in many positive ways, which I can see now pretty clearly that he's grown and flown and, and living, you know, in Austin and he's in graduate school and he's a doggy daddy and a great older brother. I can see it clearly now that he's older, but of course I couldn't see it this clearly when I was in the thick of it, like you are. Okay, so it's my joy and my privilege to help parents like me in a way that I was never able to find that kind of support when I was in it like you are. And when we were living in a situation, trying to figure it out, feeling like we were walking on eggshells, you know, not sure what was going to set them off. It was stressful. Okay. And so my mission these days, being a mom to three young adults now, uh, having a partner for 25 years. I've been in a marriage for 25 years that has greatly benefited. My relationship has greatly benefited from the mastermind parenting recipe, which I'm going to share some of it with you today and throughout this five-part series. And, you know, it's also benefited me just as a person, um, as a sister, as a friend, as a daughter, as a loving dog mom. You might see a dog on my lap at some point during this video series. I'm obsessed with dogs. And the reason I'm on this mission to help strong-willed kids and the families that love them is because I really think these kids were given to us for a reason. I think they are here to teach us so many things. And I know if I would have just given birth to my second and third children, I wouldn't be on this journey. I wouldn't be experiencing life in a way that I never really thought was possible. And I didn't even think I knew that at the time, but I think I wouldn't have been introduced to just growing as a person in the way that I've been able to, and I'm still growing. Please don't think that I have it all figured out, but it's exciting to me to connect with other parents who also have a challenging child and to help you start to sort of shift that perspective and realize they are here to help you. They, are, they were given with whatever you believe in, whether it's God, the universe, Jesus, whatever it is that you believe in. If you believe in some form of a higher power, these children were given for, not to you. They're, it, it, they are here to, all, to teach us all something so powerful. So I am also really passionate about helping these kids because I want them to know that they are not alone. Okay. So, so often when you are labeled the challenging kid and then you, it sort of becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. Maybe you showed up with challenging behaviors as a baby, like my son did. He cried a lot. He had a very sensitive nervous system. I didn't know it at the time. I was a young mom. I, you know, parenting, it doesn't come with an instruction manual, how to be a good parent. And kids don't come with an instruction manual. I know that's cliche and we've all heard it, but it's the truth. And when I had a baby that cried all the time, I was just trying to figure it out. 
right? And so I think quite often these kids come to us and we don't understand them. We can't figure it out. We start going, resorting back to the way things were done, you know, with us, which is a whole different model than what I teach because that's what's in our conditioning. And these kids are not having it. They dig their heels in more. They become more challenging, more defiant, easier to set off. And it does feel like you're constantly walking on eggshells around them. But the way they feel inside is the way they're acting on the outside. And so I think it can be a, an extremely lonely and isolating existence to be a strong-willed human. Okay. And so when a kid feels that way, they feel like they're all alone to figure out life. And I think that no kid, no human is meant to live in feeling isolated and lonely and like it's up to them as a little kid to figure it all out. Right. Because that leads to loneliness and misery and mental health problems. And yeah, so becoming a mastermind parent, it lets your kids know that they have the best support system to help them deal with difficult issues and their big feelings. They never have to feel all alone. You become their soft place to land. And in order to become that soft place, don't be mistaken that this is a wishy-washy permissive parenting approach. Setting limits and following through on boundaries and consequences are an essential part of my approach. And I'm going to teach you about that in this series. We just do it without acting like jerks, frankly. Okay, so imagine that amazing teacher. Like if you go back and you close your eyes and you think, who was that teacher? Like for me, it was first grade, Mrs. Bryant. I can pull it up. And I had other amazing teachers along the way, but my first one was Mrs. Bryant in first grade. So imagine that amazing teacher you had in grade school, the one that you loved and respected the one that you wanted to listen to and cooperate with, the one that knew how to command respect without acting like an asshole, right? But she also had a strength about her. Like nobody was going to fuck with her. Okay, sorry. If I hope you're listening to this with AirPods. I am unfiltered. I'm a real mom. I'm in the trenches. And I like to say it like it is and speak like a real person because I think it makes it more fun to learn in that way to have like we're having a conversation. Okay. So that teacher, no one was messing with her. Okay. That's the image I want you to channel as you become the parent you always intended to be before the, before, you know, we all have this image of how we're going to get it a little bit more right than the way we were raised. Okay. But then you were given a strong-willed child. And usually all those grandiose plans and fantasies go out the window because you're in the heat of the moment a lot of the time and you can't think clearly. So let's dive in to let you know what you're going to learn in this five-part series. You're going to learn why setting limits or boundaries are critical for all kids and especially the strong-willed humans. We'll unpack three of the most popular parenting methods for setting limits and teaching kids right from wrong. Okay, that's the that's the point, right? Teaching them right from wrong. We want to teach them from right right from wrong. That's being a good parent. You got to teach them all the things. And so, what are three popular methods? Spanking, timeouts, and sticker charts. Now, you may be like spanking. Let me tell you something. Okay, 
even though most of us know that spanking's just a big fat no, and that time out while better is still questionable. Uh, and then we think quite often sticker charts sound great. They sound so positive, but ultimately they make your life harder. Even though we know that the spanking thing is a big fat no, most of us do, there's still lots of closet spankers because when you're at your wit's end, quite often you just resort to doing what was done for you. And you're like, I've tried everything else. Nothing works. I think I'm just going to have to do, I have to teach them right from wrong. They keep repeating these behaviors that are just not okay. And I don't know what else to do, right? I don't know what else to do. So in this series, I'm going to help you know what else to do. I'm going to share scenarios from actual parents who are using these ineffective strategies, spanking timeouts and sticker charts. And I'm not going to leave you hanging. I will coach and teach the mastermind parenting way to set limits and solve specific problems pertaining to hitting, sibling fights, lying, destroying property, and overall defiance. Okay. So this is video one, our intro video. In video two, I'm going to talk about spanking and share a few scenarios where parents felt they had to resort to spanking and my guidance about what to do instead. And, um, and so, and, you know, I mentioned there's a lot of closet spankers out there. So if you're one, I'm not here to, to judge you or to add to your guilt. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you felt powerless in a moment where things felt out of control and you didn't know what else to do. And so I got you. Okay. I got you. And I'm going to help you with that. And if you are a proud spanker, if you are a proud spanker, stay with me because I want to, I want you to listen and learn a few things because I really want to debunk that myth that you've been fed about the whole spare the rod, spoil the child bullshit. I'm going to teach you something that works to change behavior without damaging your relationship because that's what spanking does or leaves you feeling like, you know, leaves your child really feeling like they're not enough because that's what spanking does. It, it literally attacks self-worth. That's what it does. So it decays a, a, a child's sense of self-worth and true confidence. And it sends them the message that they're bad stock, that they're damaged goods, that there's something wrong with them, that they deserve to be hurt by the people they love the most. It is incredibly damaging. And it's what was done for most of us. It's, it's the old school parenting paradigm. So many people have resorted to spanking who are really good people and good parents. It's just, you didn't know what else to do. And you thought you were right, doing the right thing. You were just misinformed, right? I just had my daughter who's in college tell me that somebody that she's very close to was, uh, was saying, yeah, I was spanked. I mean, I have good parents and shaped me, you know, it's almost like once we survive the situation that's scary and awful, it's hard to go back and put yourself in the moment of how terrible it was. But if you really do, if you really look back on all those moments where you were spanked as a child, if you're, if you think that spanking is a good thing or that it didn't, you know, it didn't affect your self-worth or feeling of 
feeling enough in your life, I want you to really go back in those moments and really look at it and remember what it was like to be spanked by your parents. Okay. Because I think it's, we're deluding ourselves when we think any different than that. So then in video three, I'm going to talk about the timeout method for setting limits and why I think it's still questionable as an effective discipline strategy and helping kids to learn right from wrong. So I want you to stay with me so I can kind of talk to you about timeout. And then in video four, this one is the, I think probably going to be the most controversial because it's about the much popularized tool of sticker charts and positive reinforcement. And many schools even promote this method proudly, like with behavior charts, with the red, yellow, and green. And while positive reinforcement and giving treats to reward good behavior works well with dogs, your kids are human with much more advanced brains than canines, okay? And so it works well with dogs, positive reinforcement, and with humans, it works in an immediate moment and short term, but it actually does, there are many negative side effects long term, and I'm going to tell you about that. Okay, I'm going to teach you why sticker charts serve they're just really a temporary band-aid, okay? And how they actually make your life harder and how it's it can even they can even be harmful in terms of fostering self-motivation and long-term resilience and success in kids. Okay? So stick with me on that. And then in video 5, I'll give a recap of what you learned and the main tool you'll be using from now on to set limits to support your kids in improving their behavior so that you can finally have the smooth running home and connected family that you deserve. So, so often people are like, well, you can't do, you can't spank them. Wait, we can't do timeout? Well, sticker charts? Well, what the hell can we do? And that's what I'm going to break down and leave you with here. Yes, there is something that is way more effective and will help your kids improve their behavior and won't damage your relationship, will actually make you more connected. And it's going to take a minute to learn it because you were not conditioned this way if you are here. Because if you were conditioned this way, you'd already know what to do and your strong-willed child wouldn't be so strong-willed and would just be thriving and kicking ass, really. Okay, so that's why I know that there are new tools. And I had to learn these new tools. This is not the way I was raised. You know, years ago, my husband said to me, wait, what are you doing? What's this? What? You're, you're starting a company? Like, what's, why? What are you doing? And I said, we have figured something out here. You know, we have figured something out. I've done all this research for 20 years. We have this recipe we know that works. And I, it's been this whole culmination of all the things that I've studied, I've learned and behavior programs that I learned and I help train teachers in. Like there's a recipe here that I have to share with other parents who have a kid like we do because not doing so just feels selfish and wrong. I feel like kids' lives are dependent on this. I feel like the more families that can become mastermind families, the better 
our world becomes. And I've even seen it where even just one mastermind child in a grade at school can change the dynamic. It really is. It's amazing to watch the ripple effect that happens when you raise kids with this different approach that involves empathy and what I call pack leadership, which this is where it's like, this is not permissive parenting. You are the leader of the pack. You learn how to establish boundaries and follow through on them. And yes, we do use consequences. And I'm going to break down how to effectively use consequences and what consequences are not. So stick with me. I'm going to try and teach you everything I possibly can pack in in these five videos. And I'm so excited you're here. Well, if you've enjoyed listening to the Setting Limits bonus series this week, you must join me live for our Setting Limits Coach Week. Next week, where I'm going to be going more in depth and coaching many of you through your specific scenarios. So you're going to be ready to set limits as a confident, loving leader that makes fun, beautiful memories during the summer of 2022 and beyond. 2022 and beyond. Go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash setting limits to sign up. I cannot wait to see you guys next week.